This is Bungalore on the Bus, and on this week's episode, we talk about North Quarter Tavern, something's afoot at Venue 578, and Shepherd Fairies in town. Maybe. Maybe. Welcome to Bungalore and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. This is Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com, your source for hyperlocal news. And we are sitting on the back porch of the guest house I tonight. I love it. Having an Army Navy. I'm having a beer. Navy Army. Sometimes yeah. I get a double and I call it a military industrial complex. <laughs> <laughs> I, We're sit- I, I can see a... a an RV right here. A uh, little Airstream, Airstream trailer. Airstream, yeah. What do they have in there? It's like an overflow bar. Really? <laughs> they can do some more cocktails I out here. I didn't know that. I see a candle burning in there. On busy nights. Well, okay. we got some lights ahead. We're kind of in the back porch. But yeah, we're at the guest house here in Mills 50 doing our little radio show Hashtag here. Hashtag Mills Shifty. Here, here on Bungalore and the Bus, we talk about all the things that are happening in downtown Orlando and downtown Orlando's bungalow neighborhoods. So that goes from Winter Park to the north to Soto to the south, Hourglass District. Ooh, we uh, had that one? We are. All right. Paramore to the west. How about College the packing Park. district? Are we having that packing yet? Packing district. I'm just calling that College Park. Okay. Or Co- Copo. I call it the P district. Copa. You call it the P district? Yeah. Well, I'm shortening shortening it already. Okay. And then Baldwin Park to the east. So that's what we talk about. Yeah. And just rounding up the top headlines of the previous week. And Brandon, all these things are on bungalower.com. And if you've missed any of our episodes, you can go to iTunes or Google Play. You can find them all there. You can. Uh, or SoundCloud, or also on the website. Yeah. So check so, it all out. So uh, what do we got this week? We're, we're It's Christmas week. It is Christmas. Holiday. Do you say holidays or Christmas, Brendan? I say, I say holidays because I'm a socialist from Canada. Yeah, I say Christmas. And eat, Right, because you're an American. And That's you right. I say hol- I mix it up. I actually mix it up. Culture on others. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whatever people care. say if to me, said, I just say back I, to them. Like, me too. If somebody said happy Kwanzaa, sure, man, happy Kwanzaa. Yeah, have, has anybody ever said that to you? Chris Mahana Kwanzaa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone actually has said happy Not like, seriously. I don't think so either. Maybe to be clever. Maybe. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Anyway, are, are we talking about that? Or are we getting into no? The we're not Christmas? getting into that. Right. So, what's happening in Orlando? <laughs> There's a lot happening in Orlando. Uh, what's going on with this North Quarter Tavern? It's it's been sold. So sold, sold to the highest bidder, which happened to be Church Street Entertainment District. So let's go back a little bit. So uh, North Quarter Tavern is in uh, on Orange Avenue, kind of in the North Quarter. That's true. Uh huh. Next to Reyes Mexicana or whatever it's Ms. called, Caleria. Yeah. Because it's about mezcal, which uh-huh. is like the toasty tequila, right? Because they char the agave. All tastes like liquor to me, <laughs> honestly. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can bring you there and we could do shots. And I can do taste that. difference. Okay. Yeah. So taste anyway, North Quarter Tavern has been there probably two, three years, right? Yes. I think, yeah, as long probably as I the think I've been at first Bungalower. kind of place that opened up over there. Right, and that's because uh, Craig Usler, who built it and who built the building that it's in, he that was his model. He would build a high-rise residential, and then he would take care and of the ground floor retail and the uh. restaurants. And he would manage that with his Usler management group. Uh, so that was one of his restaurants. They plugged it in. They managed it. They hired all the people. But he's really ramping up 
he's the key player for Creative Village. Yeah. And also they're doing some stuff around Florida Health Village. Okay. Uh, which nobody's really talked about yet. And we haven't gotten our hands on the plans, but but I'm sure we'll be sharing that in Q1 of, Jan- of 2018. And uh, so he's just really buckling down on those projects and he doesn't have the capacity and his staff doesn't have the capacity to keep up with the day-to-day minutiae of running a bunch of different restaurants. So he sold it. Right, and that's kind of what he did. Actually, it's exactly what he did with the Citrus Club, which is just across the street. Oh, he, Citrus. Citrus. Restaurant. Yeah, Citrus right. oh, Restaurant. Oh, sorry, my bad. So Citrus Restaurant, that was the Craig Usler property. They sold it to uh, Jason Chin from Sato Sushi, and he made uh, the Mezcaleria. Okay. And so now he's moved on, and this is his next property that he's going to be passing on to the Church Street Entertainment Group. So what do they own? What does Church Street Entertainment own? Latitudes, Chillers. All right. Finally, we're going to get a club up there on North Orange Avenue. (laughs) Well, that's kind of what they're looking to do. So actually behind, nobody, a lot of people don't know this, but right squished behind North Quarter Tavern is this little thing called the Bar Room. So it's like... A little tiny, which was run by North Quarter Tavern. It was. They yeah. just did like overflow. It was like a stuff. door that that you just had to walk through to get to. Yeah, it was like a Hobbit. It's house. Cool bar though. I liked it because it was filled with Craig Usser's actual books. Uh, <laughs> <which> <laughs> I, how cool is that? It's like his own collection of urban and city planning books. Uh, so I could just sit in the corner and nerd out and have yeah. a, have a stout. It's a cool bar there. They weren't always open though. Like they, they weren't, weren't open all the time. No. And like if you ever did a an event, we would do a couple events. We did a project, a Polaroid project with Craig Usler back in the day, where he gave people Polaroid cameras and they ran around and just took photos uh, of their Orlando, and then he made it into this cool oh, that's this, cool uh, installation that's actually hanging on the wall in the bar room. And so my I've got some work in there. So I love it, and it's, it's a shame shame to see it go. I, I, I have no idea what these guys are going to do. Uh, I know that they actually have some empty properties on Church Street right now. Oh, yeah. Now. There, I, I feel like every time I walk down Church Street, there's a new something going right. in on the, like, where Chillers is. Where, fly, right? Like Don Hefe's uh-huh. uh, has been empty forever. They just opened that Irish Shannon's. Which there, I think there was an Irish bar there before. There was, and then they revamped it into this new Irish pub concept. But I think it's actually since I, I don't want to say knows? it's closed, but it looks like it's closed. Yeah, I, I might be wrong. If I'm wrong, please tell me. I just I tried to track it down to kind of link it <laughs> in the story, and I couldn't find any online presence for it. So so they're taking over up there. They are taking do over something. this new venue to do a cocktail par- bar, and then a, like a lounge next door. Do so you think they'll have food or no food? I, there's a great kitchen back there. They would be it's true. Not it'd, be, to. it'd be yeah. It'd be crazy not to. I so how how often did you eat at North Quarter Tavern? Fairly, probably like three times a month. Oh really? My co-working space is just around the corner. Ah. One of my co-working spaces is just around the corner. Uh, the food was great. Staff was great. So it would I, was I would it busy end up when there you sometimes. In? Yeah, usually. Oh, okay. It was, it was actually a lot of like the old citrus restaurant crowd. These like. Uh, professional gentleman who didn't want to eat downtown and it, they would just like hop uptown yeah and vip i don't know i liked i went once or twice i mean it was all right i guess i i guess i thought it was and, and this might sound bad but maybe i thought it was more expensive than what the atmosphere was like the citrus sure. club i understood paying 
20 $25 for entree. But like there, I feel like... I never this- felt that there. All right. And when you walked in, the staff always knew who I was. You know, right. and, and they knew who my boyfriend was or my friends. And first name basis with the people who showed up more than twice. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was good. But I know that a lot of the like, key staff members aren't there anymore. Okay. And so they've moved on somewhere else. I don't remember them having, and this was maybe another reason, my wife is vegetarian slash vegan. I don't remember them having much vegetarian stuff. No, not even like the poutine. Well, not even like one thing. Right, because which I think, everything which, tastes better with fat. It's true. I mean, I, I completely agree with that. But I just, I, I've never understood that with certain restaurants like, like there are a lot of people that are vegetarian. There's not a lot of vegans. I understand that, but there are a lot of vegetarians, and to not even have like one or two entrees for vegetarians. Okay, we have we talked about this before. I know you can say all you want that. If I go to a Sanctum, do they have a chicken option? There's a lot of meat eaters saying, too. I'm just saying. So when you don't even have that option at a restaurant, right. I can't go. I get it. As a meat Trends eater. are changing. People, you need to have like wh- I'm not saying the whole restaurant options. needs to be that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like one or two things. Sure, because once again, you. when a couple goes out and one of them's vegetarian, generally though, it's like special ingredients. And then if you don't, and if nobody's ordering it, oh, I know, and it's and it's probably going to be mostly made from produce, right? Which is true. Which spoils sooner than everything else. I don't know. I think it's expensive to do that. To do to, I mean, if you do it right, though, you don't have to have something that's produce. I mean, you right. can make it. A you really can make... good vegan or vegetarian dish, I'll eat it. Uh huh. Right. I'm and I love meat. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I sure like the bone. <laughs> can we sing songs? I always forget if we can sing songs. No, you can say uh, maybe. I don't right. know. <laughs> anyway, we'll see what happens with it. I mean. Any timeline on any of this, Brendan? The last day for North Quarter Tavern is the 31st. And then it sounds like there is going to be some extensive renovations that are happening. Okay. Inside. And actually, it's pretty in there, too. It is pretty. It's like I a like subway it. station I in there. Do you think so? <laughs> Inside, yeah. But the porch, I think, could be like spiced up a little uh-huh. bit. No, now I agree. that I've seen like what Reyes did with their space. Hand painted flooring and the cactuses. And like, it's cool. Are they doing a, okay? I think so. Okay. It's a huge space. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you got to do to, you got to sell a lot of tacos. That's true. That's true. A lot of deep fried crickets. All right. What else we got, Brendan? <laughs> have you eaten the crickets there? I have. Yes. I ate them with you. Okay. Well, they were good. They but taste like nothing. What a good friend. They taste like you. spice. They put turmeric. Turmeric. Yeah, it just tastes like that. Ridiculous. Well, we were just talking about uh, big renovations. And so there's a big renovation happening just up the street on North Orange. What is it? Venue 578. What's going on? They, I don't really know. We <laughs> just found out before we got on the radio. So hopefully by the time this airs, I'll have had a talk with the person behind it. I saw the video too. They were like, had like bulldozers in there or something. Yeah, it's like the claw. Yeah. It's inside there like tearing out and then like jackhammering robots are taking <laughs> down huge beams inside 570, venue 578. And this which, is Firestone. If you don't know what that is, it's Firestone. And before that it was. Ooh, before my time. I can't remember. Uh. So it's historic. It's a historic building. It's been it's there a long time. A lot of, right? I don't think I've ever seen a show there. Uh, I've seen a couple. I just, I, I think about four years ago, they started sort of changing what was there, I feel right. like. Because I remember when I first moved to Orlando, because it was right across the street from the Orlando Sentinel, and I lived probably five blocks away on Livingston. Uh, I know Modest Mouse played there, uh-huh. I think. This was like... A I lot of so. people. Not Modest Mouse. I'm sorry. Uh, LCD Sound Systems played there. 
in like 2010. Moby played there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like really good bands would come in. And then over the last few years, I feel like I haven't seen as good of we had a band. huge when we had a huge house scene here yeah. in Orlando like it was the place before, on the eastern before seaboard before my time uh before the two o'clock curfew that was the place to go yeah and i think um i just lost my train of thought a really handsome man just walked by i've been sitting here this whole time <laughs> what's your name nah. <laughs> uh well, anyway, so they're tearing it down on, in the on the inside from the permits that I saw, like just really quick glances before we hopped on air. But they're not touching the building; they're just it doesn't look doing like the it. But they have to change the sign, so they they already have some sign permits. Are that they are calling in. it something new? It all of the permits say the club, the club, the club. That seems like I feel like they would call it something. Maybe that's See like what they're going to call it until the they call it the real name. That and that happens a lot. Like uh. a lot of times, these people put placeholder names on their permits i feel like that that sounds i mean unless they just get but, uh, lazy and i'll they be say, honest well, just call it the club venue five seven eight that's the address right it's five seven eight north pretty, orange that wasn't a good one so, right why, did, a, why did they change that when that when they changed it i was actually working at the weekly and the and the what we heard from them was it was because of uh tax purposes Saving some money. <laughs> that sounds shady. Last minute, that last sounds minute shady. Name changes. So I, I knew that's what we were in at the time. I, I, I don't really know. There could be another club downtown in terms of like bands playing, and I think the trend is to move those things further away from downtown. That's what I'm seeing. Well, there's, I, I, there's still some problems connecting, like downtown to that part of Orange Avenue because there's just nothing between right. Washington and and up there. So I was if really you can ever get the part where there's just more stuff coming up Orange, yeah. I think things like where the North Quarter Tavern was will do better and, and where Reyes is will do better if you can connect everything. They have all those residential towers there now in the North Quarter 7, True. like the 7s. Nora. Those people got to walk somewhere and get drinks, right? Right. And I think a lot of them were going to North Quarter Tavern. It'll be interesting to see if it's a little bit like grimier, like a Church Street vibe, uh-huh. if that'll draw more of them in. Possibly. Uh, but they've had several things. I mean, even the pharmacy, the the, the grocery store there, they, they couldn't make it work either. Right. Because they had a higher price point. True. And that's actually, I was talking to uh, the Credo Boys and they were talking about that. It was just a higher price point than uh-huh. what people wanted to pay that living in those buildings. Yeah. Which is interesting. I think if they still made that, I know I talk about this all the time, but if they made it like a posher, higher end general store, I think they'd kill it. I just Wouldn't you still have a higher stuff. price point though? A little bit. I think you would still pay it though. Just for courtesies. Like I would pay for a wooden toothbrush. Would if you? I lived in there, yeah. If I needed a toothbrush and there was one just downstairs, well, that's true too. I'd yeah. drop five bucks on a toothbrush. But I, I'd be the same way with chicken. I mean, if chicken was three dollars <laughs> more for a whole right? chicken, well, of course I'm not. Where gonna are run the to bodegas public. in town? There's, we, there are none. No, we have a Seven Eleven. We have Seven Elevens. Uh huh. Right, and I think there's a place in these growing neighborhoods, especially North Quarter, which is totally manufactured. But you have enough of these people living there that they're looking for real places to engage to spend their money at. Like, a, like a handy bodega, pantry. Like a handy pantry. Even handy pantry could step it up. They could. No, they, they, they could. They have half the stuff that they I, need to put in that in that, in that that shop. I would discourage them from stepping up their sandwiches, though, because they, they are very good. <laughs> they're like $4. Sandwich, that, see, but the, the service style, personal point of contact, like the, the, the owners are there every day. 
and they're sweet, wonderful people. Uh-huh. And what's the what, man's name, the husband? I don't, I don't know. He'll play his pan flutes that he made. Like <laughs> He'll just play plant, pan flutes for you while his wife is cooking up your egg sandwich. I used to walk there when I worked downtown at the Sentinel, and I would get a <laughs> turkey sandwich, a bag of chips, and a Coke for like four fifty or something like that. It was super cheap. You can't do that anywhere else. No, you can't. can't have that, but there's still not enough Except stuff Except for Latin there. Square. Latin Square, you can, you can get I away with that. I love Latin Square. Oh, it's great. And they kill it. They do. And they have tons of staff. Yeah, it's so good right? there. You've never been to Latin like Square <laughs> yes. in the SunTrust building. It's it's amazing. Chicken pepito sandwich with I the little it. French so fry I, things so on it. So as much as I like their sandwiches, I think the best deal there is their <laughs> quarter chicken with two sides for yeah. $4.99. You get this giant piece of chicken yeah. with like, oh, do you want beans? You don't get like four beans. They just like take the scoop and put it in there seven times and just start <laughs> putting it on your plate. It's so good. I'm so full. And they are all talking Spanish about you. Uh-huh. Like everybody's talking poop about you. <laughs> I just think that's so fun. I love that. And yeah. I I think anywhere. I, love I think that. they're More nice to me. I think they talk. I don't think they say those bad things about me. Maybe you. I think they're just saying nice things about me. Probably. But how how wonderful my eyes are. <laughs> So yeah. Anyway, what were we talking about? Uh, Five right, yeah. I'll, get, I'll get more stories about that. More info. Uh, I didn't even sad know to hear like about closed. the North Border. I didn't even know it was like closed for renovation. I noticed a, a lack of concert announcements from uh-huh. there, and I it was on my list of like, hey, reach out and see what's happening. They should here. turn it into a specific kind of club. So I'll go back to my Michigan days. So there's all kinds of places to see bands. 50 there. Years ago. Yeah, yeah, so long ago. There's a lot of places to see bands in Detroit, but. Certain clubs have like certain types of uh, music, and I will ask you this, Brendan: ask Is me. there like a like a metal club in Orlando? Like, can you go see like 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 thra- like metal music anywhere? O- Oblivion, right? No, they nope. play. There's, I don't think so. Um, so it should be a metal. It should be. I think it should be a metal. There's like, a, wasn't there like a Viking, like heavy metal bar here? I don't know. Out on Colonial, where? I can't remember. Well, Oblivion's, I mean, they have burgers and stuff, but I wouldn't go see. I think Oblivion does that. Do they? They have metal night? But I hear what you're saying. We need. I, like, just, I feel like there should be a, a metal, like a heavy metal right. place. We have the the punk scene's pretty good here. I guess. I think metal, guy, people who listen to metal now are like more staying at home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think like gutter punk has its scene in Mills 50. Uh, what, at, at Uncle Lou's? Right, Uncle Lou's St. Matthew's yeah. does it. I, do they? Uh, yeah, you probably, I don't want to talk right. about them. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give them any airtime. <laughs> but uh, but metal's different than Will's Paul. Pub I mean, has a pretty good. But they do everything there at Will's Pub. I want a metal. I want a metal bar. Start one. I don't even like. I don't even listen to do much a pop metal. up metal bar. I should. That'd be cool. What like we we'll call it crowbar? Like a, like a thrash metal. Thrash metal. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. We'll see what happens with the with the venue five seven eight slash the club. I know that they've brought in a ringer, which in Tommy Mott. He's a ringer. He's a ringer from from Sandwich Bar, which is or actually sorry, Space yeah, Bar. Yeah, helicopters going by us now. We are we are actually at the guest house here in Mills Fifty. I think somebody's getting sh- taken over to Florida Hospital. Or maybe there's another black bear in College Park. <laughs> That's how I can always tell when there's a black bear because all these. <laughs> We not, freak out. They're not over getting robbed. We we freak out over in College Park with it's black bear. bears. Like a coyote took someone's little dog. We clutch our pearls when we <laughs> see those things. <laughs> uh, I said clutching pearls. I, I, we did a live report from the unveiling 
of the Winter Park Library design. Uh-huh. And people were literally clutching their pearls to get a little <laughs> Facebook about it. And I said, like, these people are clutching their pearls. And I got the nastiest look from really? this lady who was legit clutching her oh. pearls well, and looked at me like... can't say those things when, yeah. when that's what you're doing. Listen up, blue hair. Uh-huh. If you don't want me talking about your pearl clutching, stop clutching your pearls. <laughs> don't wear them. Uh. <laughs> so there. Uh, anyway, what was I saying? Space bar owner, uh, Matt, Tommy Mott, they had... Uh, They're closing down. Right, and and I hesitate Fa- what is it to called? mention Phase it. three. Phase three was the latest. Man, this this place, this poor guy, has just gone through it. They've never had the real permitting to actually have a bar in there. When they first brought the hammer down, was when somebody had bought Space Bar uh, from the older owner, a new, and the new owner was like, "This isn't a bar on permits. This is a this is a <laughs> shirt shop." You know, <laughs> how are you serving drinks? And uh, and so he just started giving away free beer with T-shirt purpose. Oh, that's <laughs> a great idea. Super smart. Like, good for him. And it's, it's a closet of a space. Like, who cares what he's doing in there? But <laughs> the it, city. The city. Because it'd be <laughs> Code well, enforcement. And he was, uh, and this guy's done a lot for the milk district. He's, he helped them raise all their money to become an actual Main Street district. And he's one of the brains behind the Tasty Tuesdays food truck event. And so he kind of eventually just gave up on the space bar concept and they started doing phase three, which is like a mixed use retail kind of like retail hall instead of a food hall. They had multiple different people in that space. Yeah, How'd that do? Not great, apparently, because no. now it's getting it's gone. Uh, it's just not happening anymore. They're, Thursday night, they had a big uh, goodbye party for it. And but Tommy's been. Uh, sucked up into the venue 578 family and he's going to help them relaunch and the last time i talked to tommy i know he was helping them with the old club nocturnal space behind there uh which was the after hours bar and i used to see people lined up for that stuff right i will say that like you couldn't drink but people want you needed a place and to you go. know what i i said some things about the venue 578 i did used to see people lined up out there i mean yeah. for like certain night like i didn't know who the bands were no but but people would go there. It was a cool space. I went there. I think last time I was there was for Zombie Ball with Orlando Weekly. Okay, and they did a big zombie event. But uh, it's sad to see it go. Yep. Interested to see what Tommy does with the with the Vendy Five Seven Eight Fam, and uh, we'll talk about that later. I guess keep your eyes peeled on Bungalore dot com for all the deets. Yeah, we'll come back. We'll come back. Welcome back to Bungalore and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. This is Brendan O'Connor with Bungalore.com, your source for hyperlocal news. And we are at the guest house in beautiful Mills 50. Loving it. Yeah, we're outside. We're by an Airstream trailer. We're sitting under some lights, having some drinks. Some drinks, Have some you, fancy I, drinks. I don't think I've ever been out here, Brendan. This is my favorite part. Yeah. Yeah. We're sort of in a parking lot. Which I, but I don't care. No, you don't care? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I like that Beautiful they like night. reclaimed these parking spots, made it into like a place to hang out 
like a parklet. Yeah. Yeah. So on. anyway, here on Bungalow on the Bus, we talk about all things downtown Orlando and Winter Park and College Park, all the bungalow neighborhoods, all the news you can get on bungalower.com. All the hyper local news. So things that matter to people who live, work, and play here in Orlando. Like me. Like you and me and you <laughs> out there. Um, the Everybody's talking about this. This was a big story. It was the new Pulse Memorial Labyrinth. That was installed in Colonial Town Square. Where is this exactly? Uh, in, in the middle of Colonial Town, which so is a little neighborhood. Somewhere off of Colonial. Off of Colonial. <laughs> like by that weird church that always has the uh, sales on Tuesdays and Saturdays. Oh, okay. so yeah. off of Fern Creek. Off of Fern Creek. Okay. Actually, Fern Creek. <laughs> exactly. So just All you Fern had Creek. to do is say weird sales in a church, <laughs> and I knew exactly where you're talking about. Have you ever gone in there? No, I haven't. They had this, last time I was there, there was a unicorn doll that was for sale, and it was the most provocative unicorn thing I'd ever seen in my life. <laughs> and some with big batting eyelashes. And it was weird. You know, I kind of stopped going to like, all that stuff. Yeah. Because, like, I already have enough crap, and I don't need more <laughs> crap. Because I used to go that stuff all the time. I mean, I, I, I don't I still, know if you can say the C word. I love, I can. I right. love, I love thrift stores. I love garage sales, but I've gotten to a point where, yeah. like, I'm really just taking their crap to put into my house. Like, I hear you, and I have piles of that crap all over my uh-huh. house, and I, like, step over piles right now because I'm, like, trying to downsize, but I still cannot resist. Am I a hoarder? Maybe. Uh, I'm a hoarder. You need to read the 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 tidying up book, like I read. But every the problem is, that's the book. That's Does like it all you bring you joy? Things, you hug things. If it brings you joy, yeah. you keep it. If it doesn't, you get rid of it. Yeah. Every single thing in there brings me so joy. So you're lying to yourself. I don't think I'm lying. I no, just you're love lying. You know, does it really bring no. you joy? Yeah, I'm like the Grinch with a giant heart. You don't need stuff to be happy, Brendan. <laughs> I that's all I need. Really? It's stuff. I don't need stuff I'm like to be happy. Smog the dragon from the Hobbit <laughs> on his hoard. That's me. He I doesn't love it. turn out well for the him. heart of the mountain. <laughs> well, because other people interfered and tried to take his crap, John. You know, it's don't true. take my crap, or I will die. So let's. <laughs> so about this, this memorial. It's like a labyrinth, right? Yeah, you like, you shuffle along it. They call it a walking meditation. So you're supposed to walk along it, the little route. Not th- looking at your phone. Where's it at? Thinking exactly. about life. Like, it, was there a park there or something? There was a park there, and it's actually where all those townhouses are going up. I right know. Now. Okay, I know what you're talking so about. So the the city has money to be throwing at uh, public infrastructure and public parks right now. So this was seen as an enhancement, although it was actually paid for by Patty Sheehan's uh, commissioner, Patty they Sheehan's get discretionary budget. They only get like fifty thousand dollars. Right? I, I actually think she threw a little bit of her private money at it too. She, she wanted make to that happen. much money as a commissioner. They well, only she, make like fifty. $1,000. And this, they already started work on it before it was actually approved. Really? <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's the way to do things. Just start I doing just it. Just start doing it and then it'll be good. Um, and at the heart of it, at the center, is, is there a heart? heart. It's the, like the prismatic heart that was from the Orlando Strong shirts. Oh, okay. It's at the center of it. I have you one can of those. Take your selfie when you get to the middle. All right. Is yeah. it hard to solve? I don't know. I don't. I it's didn't not play. like a labyrinth. I, it's just I, like a circle, right? No, it's a it's a circle, but there's a little labyrinth impression on it. But I can bricks. walk through it. You could. It's not like the movie labyrinth where but it's hard to get to. I went there before the unveiling. I actually went there the day before the unveiling. But the fence was down, so I just wait. There's in. a fence around it <laughs> for the unveiling. Oh, okay. trying to block people. Is there a fence it. around it normally? No. Oh, okay. Because it was a construction zone, right? So they oh, okay. So fence. you trespassed. <laughs> The fence fence was down. And I walked (laughs) in and did a little video. And you can see it on our Instagram at Orlando Bungalore or on bungalore.com. 
And actually around the periphery of the maze is actually the name of every one of the 49 That's people nice. who passed. That's very nice. Yeah. So you don't want to like just step on it. True. Because you're right. So is that going to be you're a monster? So, so I don't think we planned on talking about this, Brendan. But <laughs> we it, didn't. But that's not that's not like the official Pulse Memorial, right? Because because <laughs> what mean, makes it official? Well, Barbara Palma. No, I just think I mean the official one. That will was be, a pregnant pause for me to sip my cocktail. <laughs> but the official one will be the official one, right? What makes it official? I mean. I don't know. Right? I don't know. We're waiting for the city to say, this is the memorial. You're all waiting well, Why for. wasn't that one? It's not. Okay. And it's not even on the site. So I think we're assuming it's going to be on the site. And we've seen the plans for that, for the uh-huh. park that they're going to put up. But we're still waiting. The problem is, if John, since we're talking about it. Uh, we're going to get in trouble for all this. Uh, the owner, Barbara Poma, still owns Pulse. And the city wanted to buy it. She backed out at the last minute and did not want to sell the Pulse property to the city to make an official public memorial on the site. She wanted to handle it herself. She's raised a lot of private donations, and she's done a lot of consultations with people, a lot of trips around the world to look at these uh, different memorials that people have done at, at sites of mass shootings. And now she's trying to come up with a plan with her new foundation that she's founded to handle that money that she's collected uh to make something that she thinks is fitting and that she thinks this the community thinks is fitting for the site so uh, uh, oh wait go ahead it's taking a long time and it's privately funded so we don't know what's happening right i don't know if you know the answer to this brendan but i'll ask you do you know if (laughs) obviously this is a tragedy and tragedies happen all over the United States and all over the world. Correct. How often? Not in are, Canada. Well, <laughs> things awful. happen. I don't know why I said that. But like, are there ever multiple memorials for tragic events? Yes. Like where? Uh, if it's, I think. It, I mean, I'm thinking like 9/11. That's the like private, there's, there's private one. public response. If it's just the, if it's just public memorials uh-huh. to those events. Uh, then it's probably just going to be one memorial, yeah. right? Because it's the it's funded by the government. But you're saying like but a if citywide, there might be multiple ones. Correct. Okay. So like the first things you saw were murals, yeah. right? I actually helped do a mural over at Seven Bites. Actually, okay. I also did that bird, right. the birdhouse pole that's at Seven Bites. And I see that as a memorial. So there's a lot of like private responses to set up That's some true. sort I guess there's of a lot. expression Even in, of I'm grief. sure in New York there's lots of 9-11 murals. Yeah, in their own ways, right? Yeah. But we see the one response is Ground Zero. And is that, yes. is that actually owned by the city of New York? Uh, I don't know. It might be a national site now. I don't, I don't know the answer to that. That's interesting. Okay. All right. Fair right? enough. I mean, I just don't know. I'm not trying to be critical. I'm just curious. Why do you hate everything? John? I don't hate everything. No. But it's, that's, it's important to be asking those questions especially when it's something that affected a city as a whole. And I think it's important for everybody to be asking these questions because we all have a stake in the public expression of grief for something like that. But the memorial has to be at the site, right? I would think. I mean, Oklahoma City, I've never been there, but I I think that the chairs that they have out for the people that were killed are on the site of the federal building. But you also can't limit those memorials to just the site. 
because it's a citywide, uh, it's a citywide event, right? Yeah, but, but you the don't actual put, event happen on the ground. So but you don't put that memorial in College Park. That doesn't make any sense. But now we have a memorial in Col- in Colonial Town. True. Right. True. In a public but park. O- but I'm saying like the official one, like the main one. But again, like main one, what? It doesn't. Ma- I don't think you can. I don't know. I don't know. I think I don't think you can limit it, and I'm still wrapping my head around it. And I'm uh-huh. glad I'm not in charge of the task force that's leading it. So as much as I might throw some shade at Barbara Poma, occasionally, yeah, right. Well, okay, actually, for instance, the mural that's in Thornton Park, yeah, that that guy took two years to paint, uh-huh. right? Um, he's he's installed it on the side of the Burton's building, at the center of it. And it is a Christ-like figure of Barbara Puma uh-huh. looking, looking like Mother Mary, right? And then all of the other local gays who had something to do with it and speaking up. And it's it's beautiful in the sense that it's a snapshot of an awful time in Orlando's history. And that's important. And yeah. it's important to recognize the people who are involved in it. Uh, but it's interesting to see, like, this deification of people who are in that process uh, and is that an official mural now? Because the guy, is that an official memorial? Uh, so I wouldn't consider that the official one. But I think a lot of people do. But but are we? Are they? Wor- is somebody working on the? Official and does it matter one? if there's an official one? No, I mean, maybe. But if but if that's what you're working on, then yeah, it does matter. I would I would think that if there are I, plans I hear for what one, you're saying. I think it's going to be. The museum slash memorial park that Barbara Pumas Foundation is spearheading at the ground at the site of Pulse. Okay. All right. We'll see. And when we do, when we when when it happens, we'll talk about it. And we'll talk about. You can't stop us talking about it. And again, any anything expressed here are our personal (laughs) beliefs, not that of Bungalore.com or Bungalore LLC. (laughs) And we're all just working through things one day at a time. there's a pedestrian and cyclist. The city's trying to fix conditions for pedestrians and cyclists in Mills 50 and the Milk District. Really? And so they're asking people to go interact with this cool map that you can get online. We put the link on bungalore.com and you can highlight problem areas on the map that you think need to get fixed. Didn't I see you cross mil- Mills today? To get I put that on the map. <laughs> we, need, we need some public crossways. There's no p- people in Mills 50. It's, it's booming, right? Uh-huh. There's tons of these new businesses opening up, places people want to go. You don't want to go to just one business. Nope. You're going to want to go back and forth. And people are parking in different spots, and they have to cross the lane. But there's nowhere to cross, and people are just crossing in the middle of traffic. Well, you can like cross at the cross. You can cross at the crosswalk. No, it's too far. I'm not going to walk all the way. <laughs> You're going to walk. Like, if you want to go between Pig Floyd's and Guest House, which happens, uh-huh. this is a hot spot, uh, you're going to just walk halfway, stop in the middle, <laughs> Wait for traffic to go and then continue. You can't to have crosswalks every five feet, though, right? But you could have it every block. You could. No, that's which you true. should. That's true. Right, and especially in a neighborhood like this. And if it's a main street district, where it's supposed to be all about the retail and people uh, patroning all of these local should shops, should they cut the street down to two lanes? <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> they have, to have crosswalks, and they have to be signalized so to. Uh, help people flow back and forth. How about how about overhead ones? It's a, it's that doesn't make sense here. That makes sense in like where you want to keep the traffic moving. Yeah, I don't think you necessarily need that on Mills. Okay. Uh, it, but it's a state road, 
It's a four-lane state road. Yeah. And you're not going to see that anytime soon. True. But you can voice it, and then eventually, hopefully, the city can do something about it. What's Grills opening? That's all I care about. <laughs> uh, this month, we didn't talk about that month. last week, did we? We've talked about Grills. We talked oh, about two we? episodes ago. Oh, okay. Uh, Grills Lakeside. I'm excited. And I, drive, I live by it. What's that lake called? Fairview. Lake Fairview. Yep. Uh, it should be any day now. I, drive, I drove by it today. It said uh, not open until January, I think. Training in progress. I would think I would think first week. I'm, first I'm excited. Week. So I, I don't know if you know this, Brendan. So I had a party the other day, and you were there. I was there, and we had some other Why guests. Why wouldn't I know that? We had some other guests who were there, and one of them was a little older. I think he was in his late forties, early fifties, older than me. Okay, okay. And uh, he was saying when he was in high school that there used to be a bar there called Park Avenue. Did you know this? On Lake Fairview. Yeah. So where Grills is going, right between Lee and Silver Star, there was a bar called Park Avenue. And they okay. used to have a, uh, they used to do like punk rock night there. This was like late 70s, early 80s. And the punk rock night was called Spit Night. What? Yeah. And he said that he still has his spit card and you'd get like <laughs> discounts and stuff. So There must have been nothing there. No, I don't think there like was. Nothing. Yeah. Bunch of people. I, so I told some other people about this and they said, yeah, that place has been, that area has been like a bunch of different bars and they listed like all these different places. I don't remember all of them. It used to be a disco and then all these other places. But the place this guy was saying, it used to be called Park Avenue and people would get confused. They'd say, hey, meet me at Park Avenue. And people thought it was Winter Park. I but think really it was over there. I think Lakeside, John, I think the Grills Lakeside is going to kill it. I think so too. There's no... There's no like. There's nothing up there. Fun, well, also, there's no like fun seafood places. Seafood, family friendly, lakeside, outside patio. Look, tons I, of parking. I love Lee and Rick's, but it, I mean, it's a dive bar in there. It, it's sort of a a dirty dive bar. Do you go to Waterfront? No, Minnesota, no, it's on it's on uh, Old Winter Garden Road. Right. But this will be like that, but bigger. And nicer. Once again, I like Lee and Rick's. They do great yeah. business there. It's awesome to get $22 buckets of oyster, but you're sitting in a bar. Like, you're not out on the lake. This is like a multi-million dollar totally. project. And then, like, real coastal, the place, the new place in Winter Park, it's nice. A real, Whatever. real fish. Yeah, real fish. It's nice. Yeah. I've had fish there, but once again, it's not, you know, wearing your, your sandals and drinking your Coronas while looking out at the lake. Have you? <laughs> you know, so anyway, I'm excited for grills. <laughs> now I'm all sorry. There's so many things to talk about, and we're running out of time. Shepherd Ferry. What about, I saw? I watched the documentary. You did? I did on Hulu. Well, did you see he did some uh, some billboards here? I think your boyfriend posted yeah? something on that. All right. You, did you just out me on air? I did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Obey. I think you out yourself. Like, I know. Like every five <laughs> seconds, right? Every. Wait, is that about my lisp? Yeah. <laughs> the way I walk. Every, I think there's like five billboards that Shepard Ferry did. Where where are they? They're all over. We're going to have to put a map up for everybody. Okay. This. Actually, the Daily City did a great piece on it. I haven't seen any of them. Okay. Is there? Can you tell me where one of them is? I feel like Semeron and something. You're just saying roads right now. <laughs> I'm going to be driving on Semeron. You can see, uh, what's it called? So it says, one of Outfront like Media. Earth Crisis Outfront. on it, right? It's all about things that he, they just gave him billboards. Every once in a while, these billboard companies just have empty billboards. Uh-huh. And they fill it with just whatever they want to fill it with. But they actually, apparently, it looks like they hooked him up 
That's what Shepard Ferry was saying on his Instagram. Thanks for this space. Is it only in Orlando or is it all over? I th- I think this is local. Oh, wow. Okay. Is what it sounds like. That's cool. Um, and I know actually Art Reach Orlando, who I work with, is really hoping to get him to do our rap. Ah. Do a rap on our huge warehouse at Paramore. Cool. And so if you're listening, Shepard Ferry. He is. I'm sure he's, he's definitely listening. listening. Uh, that that doesn't mean warehouse. he was actually here to do anything with the billboards, or does it? I would assume people were here. I don't know. I mean, when he did, he did a big mural in Detroit on one of the buildings downtown, and then he did his own stuff and got in trouble for it. <laughs> and he's still being, he's like a fugitive. Yeah. He's not allowed to go back to Detroit. I hope he's here right now. He probably, I'd probably recognize him because I watched that documentary Where do you think on he's Hulu. going for dinner? <laughs> probably uh grill. He's probably waiting for food at grills. For grills. <laughs> Someone told him to go to the grills. And he's like, what's happening here? Uh, Tubbs. Remember Tubbs Brewery? No. No, Wall Street was doing this brewery in Paramore close to the soccer stadium. Oh, kind of. And it didn't really happen. They were lost in, like, permitting hell. Wait, and was this, like, the yard? Well, that's what they came up with because they couldn't change this into a brewery. They were Why didn't they just start doing limbo. it and then just hope the city... Well, they were like, well, let's do this pop-up food truck and whatever thing. We'll Which call, they cool call it over the there. yard bar. Yeah, it's awesome. It's actually, that's where we filmed our food truck series was in there, uh, in their lot. They donated it to us. Super nice of them. But now they've filed with the... They filed something for the appearance review board for the exterior, and they're calling it the Big Squeeze. The Big Squeeze. But it looks like they've kind of scaled back their attack plan on that brewery. Interesting. So it's not going to be as big, but they're just hoping to get something through now, right? Make use of this building. The and street's the, finally open over there. It is. The street's open. The owner is the owner of Wall Street, right? Super nice guy. He actually cool. toured me of that in that warehouse, and the warehouse looks like three baby bottles side by side by side. And they were calling it, just in their pocket, they were calling it the triple nipple. Ah. Because the facade looks like three nipples in a row. I know what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. Just across from the, you can see the stadium. You can throw your your keys at the stadium right there. On Central? Central. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And uh, so we're going to be watching that. We should make make up a song about how the roads go in order. (laughs) Don't you think? Like central, like central Washington, sure. Like I, I, I can never remember how they go in order. We do you have a song? song. What's this called? A mnemonic device, right? Yeah. Do you have one for? Is there one for the states of Florida? The states of Florida. Yeah. You need to move back to Canada. There's one for. You mean the counties? States of no, I mean states of this of. This is my Army Navy coming out. The <laughs> states of the country. Is there a song to? Not the that states? I know of. There's one for the provinces of Canada. Well, there's only like eleven provinces. Can I right? sing one to you? Sure. Okay. Newfoundland and PEI, Nova Scotia and New Brunswick. <laughs> All right, so Quebec, you're just listing Ontario, that order, right? There you'll see Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Alberta, BC. All right. But you don't say the territories. Oh, uh, why yeah. not? Because there are not enough people there, so we don't care. Oh, poor them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe Biden's coming to town. I saw that he's doing a speaking tour. Yeah. He's already been here. He was actually here not too. He was here like two years ago after the after the polls. Oh, that's interesting. It's about yeah. his book, right? He just released a book. Yeah, I saw that. Megan McCain was crying about it on yeah. on the air. I don't know if I really care. Do you, you don't care, care if, if Joe Biden's here? Like if I saw him, I'd be excited because he was on Parks and Rec. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he was like two feet away from Leslie Nope, and that's exciting to me. But it's called the American Promise Tour. It's here on January 29th. Well, it's like about his dad, like 
like or to his son, I think, because his son died yeah. early. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. Uh-huh. See, I can't make, I can't brush that off. That's awful. That's yeah. an awful thing that happened to him. Yeah. I feel bad. Change the topic because I don't care anymore. <laughs> old Dixie, remember old Dixie fried chicken? I have, I've, I've been down there. You've been there, seen their sign. The truck, the truck's rolling. Does the sign have a Confederate flag on it? It doesn't. It doesn't. No, they replaced the Confederate wow. flag with the Florida flag. Interesting. Which Scotty Campbell, your sometimes occasional fill-in. Who will uh, probably be the fill-in next week. Next week. He might not know it, but... <laughs> if Jenny Jenny DeWitt from the Tiny Tourist doesn't just zero in, uh-huh. as she does, <laughs> uh, yeah, they replace it with the Florida flag, and actually, the Florida flag is actually based on the Confederate flag. Uh, I believe that. Right? Yeah. So that's interesting. So it's kind of like, oh, it's not the Confederate flag, but... Yeah, but it's Florida flag. Confederate adjacent. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it is our flag, our it's Florida our flag. flag. It's awesome. Like, I love our flag. That's well, probably a good... Probably a good decision to change that. I thought it was smart. Yeah, yeah. There's no need to. There's no need to keep that. No, they're aware of the climate. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. I actually don't know where their sign went. Less headache. You're like, you know what? We could do it. Mm -hmm. There's less headache to not do it. They closed their shop, and we were trying to get them to donate their sign to the Morse Museum, which has a collection of neon signs. I actually don't know where it went because they were actually getting approached. By someone out of state who would pay, like oh. a museum would uh, pay you, to look after well, it. Well, you gotta you gotta go with the paid one, right? I would think. <laughs> and plus, the Morse Museum doesn't exhibit their neon signs. Why do they not do that again? Uh, I, I I actually, and this will get me in trouble because last time I when I did a tour of it, yeah. we did a photo tour. If you want to see the neon signs that are in the Morse the, Museum, did you say where the warehouse was? They said they told us if you we generally don't let people in here. If you're going to take photos, it has to be on an angle or straight on. You can't show the environment can around. I, can I ask the a question before you even get any farther? They have priceless Tiffany things at a museum, yeah. and, and then they're worried about people breaking in and destroying and stealing a things. This warehouse that they this, can't even like move. <laughs> This super secret warehouse that you can see from Sunrail. It's not is, Mission Impossible. They're not going to just no. come in and steal the sun. It's not Ocean's Eleven. They're not they gonna, have other things there. There's not a posse of Orlandoans that are going to steal the old Dixie sign. It's climate controlled. It's not just the signs. It's also just like all of their priceless Florida paintings right. and more right. stuff. So everything's in this warehouse. And so they let us in. And actually, the director saw me and he looked me up and down. I think I was wearing short shorts or something because I didn't. We we're just taking photos, uh-huh. right? And this you don't need to impress anybody. I don't know how you got in here. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the this front isn't door, for Yeah, and then they they have no plans on exhibiting it. It's, that makes just no collecting sense. To it. Me. Yeah. Like like, do you just keep them forever? When he leaves and they get a new director, they will show it. There should be a whole friggin' there exhibit. Be. There should be a museum of local signage. Everybody would go there. Oh, I know. That's that's what people... Nobody wants to go look at Tiffany Glass. I do. They I like not to be... I like Tiffany Glass. ridiculous. No, you want to get your picture taken in front of the Orange Inn with that flashing cool sequin sign and you... It's all about selfies. You know? right. And if you can take your picture in front of a giant neon sign, everybody would pay... True. ...to be in there. They have a Vegas sign neon museum in Las Vegas. Come on, people. Come on, Morse Museum. All right. We have like 20 seconds, Brendan. We got to get going. I have so we many say bye. You got to say bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> have, a, have a happy holidays and a Merry Christmas, and we'll, we'll see you next week. If you want to know about the events, check out our event uh, weekend picks. See you soon. <laughs>